Yo, what is up? And welcome to Think Tank Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all concepts, ideas, and modalities meant to expand your mind and enable you to think outside of the box. up crew i hope you're all well it is tuesday november 2nd and it's a beautiful day to be alive funny story i uh live out here on a golf course in southern california and there's coyotes and uh, i grew up out in tennessee on a on a farm so i'm used to you know, wildlife and having lots of scenery around. Um, obviously, San Diego doesn't have as much of that, but out here on the golf course, you know, coyotes are freaking wild, man. Like, they will literally run out here into the neighbor area, and I, I feel bad when you hear, like, a little dog yelp because, obviously, you know the byproduct of that. Um, but this morning, I walked outside, and this coyote was standing right across the street. And our driveway faces the golf course on one of the holes. And so, like, the coyotes uh, just chill there sometimes. And there has been uh, one specific instance where a coyote was in the backyard. And we have two dogs, and they're both pit bull mixes. One is a small pit bull. She's, like, super tiny. Um and then the other one is a Rottweiler Pitbull Labrador mix. So she's big. She's like 100 plus pounds. And she can like get on top of the counters and stuff and like put her head up there. So she's a bigger dog. And one of the days I went to go let them outside in the back. And I saw that she was just at the door freaking out first thing in the morning. And usually to get them to go outside, they're kind of like doing their sleepwalk. And this morning she was just super excited to get outside and I'm not thinking much of it cause it's early and she runs towards the corner and there's this fucking huge coyote, like big, big coyote, like alpha coyote for sure in the corner. He's chilling. Looks like he found a warm spot and he's like, Oh, I'm just going to chill in this backyard. They've got toys. They've got dog beds. Cause we've got dog beds, a bunch of them in the backyard. So for all I know, this guy was chilling in the backyard, just luxury living. Um, and she chased this coyote and I've never seen a coyote climb a fence until this day. I, this coyote moved so quick. Cause I think this was the first time that this coyote saw something that was not prey. Like, I mean, cause out here they're fucking chasing rabbits, cats, and mini dogs. And I'm sorry to be morbid, but that's the truth. It's a circle of life. Um, and she chased this coyote and this coyote had this oh shit moment of I'm fucked because this this animal is larger than I am. And she's huge. I've seen her tackle dogs and I swear letting her watch Animal Planet like taught, taught her some stuff because she like sweeps the back legs and flips them over. And I've seen it when she plays with her sister. Like she's ruthless. Um, so I digress. She chased this coyote out of the backyard. So now like 
every morning when I go out, I always kind of look around for coyotes because there have been a couple times when I walk outside and they're just sitting across the street. And this morning was one of them. And there were a couple of them. And they were just kind of staring at me and I was staring at them. And I played all this scenario in my head of one of them. You know, it's early and I'm getting in the car and I'm like, oh, this is a pattern interrupt in my routine. Uh, This is a glitch in the matrix. There's two coyotes across the street this morning. And I played out this whole scenario of them like trying to run across the street and get me and me running inside and grabbing Ruka Um, because she's huge and she'll chase them forever because she thinks they're playing. I digress. I want to share that little story because my morning just started with coyotes like five feet away from me. And that's usually when we go into fight or flight because we're emotional beings and we think that, oh, we can only do fight or flight. And in that moment, I didn't think that I wanted to fight these coyotes. And I also didn't think that I wanted to run away because that doesn't really do much. Um, And I wanted to parlay that information into what is going on in the world of NFTs. I wanted to share that little anecdotal story with you. Because in NFTs and when it comes to trading, we think, oh, we need to fight and we need to push through this resistance line. The price will go back up. Or we think, oh, shit, we need to take flight. We need to panic sell right now. Otherwise, I'm going to lose all of my money. And I get it because I have a lot of students that are in the beginning phase. They don't have a lot of money to lose or play around with. No one has a lot of money to play around with. And in it, I'm teaching a lot of these individuals to use their own discernment and like really, number one, don't buy or sell based off emotion. And number two, when it comes to using your discernment, truthfully, what I like to coach students on is once you've made profit, take some profit out. Don't just sit there and try and ride the entire wave to the very end. I mean, that's what a lot of people are doing with SHIB. Right now, I have a buddy that put $1,000 into SHIB a few months ago. And now he has about 30K, something around there. Um, So he's stoked. And I mean, this guy's already made it. He's got millions and he's killing it in life. And now he just trades um, full time. Like this is what he does for, I wouldn't say for fun cause it's not fun to lose money, but he does it on a more expert level. And he was telling me how he just made a lot of money in SHIB and he decided to take profits since he has profited and he's going to leave a little bit in it for him to continue riding the wave. So Really ask that yourself when you are getting into these, whether it's stable coins or altcoins, or maybe you're trading on the New York Stock Exchange. Once you make profit, take a little bit of profit. Like, truly, that would be my biggest piece of advice for someone because I see people making these, these amazing trades and making some money. And that's great. However, it feels even better when you take profit and when you don't get rug pulled because I've seen it happen. I've literally seen guys be like, holy shit, like I've got 20K in my account. This thing just spiked. It got past the Fibonacci line. It got past the resistance line. 
And then I'm like, dude, you better cash out or transfer it, like get it to another account, like do any of these things, put in a sell order so you at least get some profit. And he's like, no, I want to write it a little bit more because if it gets to this, this tier, then that's going to double. And if I take money out, it's not. And it's being greedy. At the end of the day, greed is going to be the thing that causes you to have more losses. Be conservative. And at the end of the day, use your best discernment. That's the number one thing we teach on inside the inner circle is how to not get scammed and really how to be early. I appreciate y'all listening and I will see you on the next one. If you like this episode or found something valuable, do me a favor, hit the like button, subscribe, send it to someone if you think it's valuable. And if you are interested in the masterclass at a discounted price and you listen to this podcast, use code FRIEND at checkout. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys. Peace.